You ever watch this guy on television? You all were not telling the truth, and you should not be trusted. Congressman Matt Gates, thank you for what you yeah. did for your country tonight. Be offended with the Democratic whip, not House Republicans. Like a machine, Matt Gates. Welcome to Hot Takes. I'm Congressman Matt Gates. Let's talk about the news. I'm out on the trail today in the great state of Arizona, campaigning alongside my good friends, Senator Rand Paul and Senator Mike Lee. And we're specifically talking to liberty lovers who uh, need to be for the president if we want to preserve American liberty and American way of life. Senator Lee, Senator Paul, myself, we're willing to take on the establishment and the leadership in both parties to ensure that America doesn't become a surveillance state, to ensure that we don't engage in endless foreign wars, and to preserve the choices that Americans have to dictate the outcomes in their own lives. We've got a major Supreme Court decision that will influence the way in which ballots are counted in the state of Wisconsin I want to report on. The Supreme Court deciding 5-3 that in the state of Wisconsin, the statute that allowed ballot counting after the election day was not permissible, was not legal. There was a similar question before the Supreme Court as it related to a Pennsylvania law. In that case, the Pennsylvania law stood Chief Justice Roberts joining the liberals on the court to allow that lower court decision of the Pennsylvania Supreme Court to stand. But here, Roberts joins the conservatives. The decision is 5-3. And it looks like uh, we can count this win as a significant one in the state of Wisconsin, a state that will undeniably have a very close vote count. I know the president is counting on winning Wisconsin. He's campaigning hard there. And if we're not counting ballots, you know, days, weeks after the election, I think the president's got a pretty good shot. There are now riots in Philadelphia. We pick up the story from ABC News. Take a listen. We continue to follow the fallout from yesterday's deadly shooting by police officers in West Philadelphia. Officers shot and killed 27-year-old Walter Wallace Jr. after they say he refused to drop a knife. His mother was just feet from her son when he was shot. The shooting sparked outrage, which led to violence and looting late last night and into the morning. Right now, we're getting a new look at some of that unrest. More than 30 people were detained, and at least 30 police officers were injured. Here's my hot take. These riots do not help the cause of the Democrats. Increasingly persuadable voters, suburban voters, female voters are not comfortable with any political movement that embraces riots and destruction. We see some of that happening in Wisconsin. Some of my colleagues in Congress have called it the Kenosha effect, where the risk to safety and security and normal life has caused a lot of folks to abandon Woktopian politics for order, for security, for normalcy. In Philadelphia right now, we don't see that. Could it impact the election in one of the most important swing states in the country? Stocks could plummet if Joe Biden is elected president. That's the warning from J.P. Morgan Chase. Fox Business has the story reported by Jonathan Garber. And we remember following President Trump's victory over Hillary Clinton, the immediate surge in the stock market. That could be undone. It could be reversed according to the analysis by J.P. Morgan. An orderly Trump win would propel the benchmark S&P 500 index higher by 13% to approximately 3,900, 
wrote members of the JP team under that scenario. The strategists think deep value sectors like energy and financials could benefit due to a large short squeeze. On the other hand, they say a victory by Biden could cause investors to take profits in the high-flying tech stocks uh, and offshore them, move them elsewhere. Joe Biden has, in fact, said that he plans to reverse the Trump tax cuts that gave every incentive for capital to be here in our country, contributing to the investment and wages and additional branch offices and opportunities for our fellow Americans. So let's not undo the progress of the Trump era. Let's not undo the tax cuts that have jolted our economy to the hottest in the world before the coronavirus pandemic and heed the warning of those who say that Beijing Biden could be bad for Americans holding stock. Is a Texas-based chemical company contributing to the drug trade and specifically the cocaine trade? Bloomberg Businessweek has the story. Narcos are waging a new drug war over a basic Texas company's chemical. Tetra Technologies wanted to boost sales of calcium chloride, that's the chemical, a compound with lots of commercial applications. Now Colombian drug lords are asking for it by name. So in this story, it chronicles how production of cocaine, particularly in Colombia, is going way up, that this calcium chloride is an important element of the rendering of the coca off of the cocaine leaves. And increasingly, as the Colombian drug lords are becoming more vertically integrated, they're interested in that more efficient production process. They're unable to buy direct from the United States. Of course, we would figure that out. And so this particular Bloomberg piece chronicles how a Texas-based company will send this particular chemical to Europe, and then the drug lords are asking for it so they have the opportunity to use it in their processes. Fascinating story in line with the increased production out of Colombia, and certainly will get the attention of some in our government. I've talked on the podcast before about the dangers of fast fashion. These are clothes that are, you know, just indescribably inexpensive, obviously made offshore, oftentimes with child labor, with low environmental standards. And I just don't think it's all that patriotic, you know, to buy a you know, seven or eight dollar article of clothing that, you know, has contributed to the destruction of the planet, uh, to the exploitation of our fellow human beings and that's why we encourage folks to build american to buy american to enhance the success and opportunity for our fellow americans and there were some who believed that this fast fashion dynamic would negatively be impacted by the coronavirus pandemic and initially that was in fact the case the coronavirus pandemic reduced in person in-store sales of fashion clothing and the like by like 70%. That is a remarkable impact on the marketplace. But now, according to a piece in NewStatesman.com, why even the pandemic couldn't kill fast fashion? And the analysis there is that as people were making more of their purchases online, more of the overall share of clothing purchases are in fact coming from abroad. With those reduced standards, with that lax enforcement of the types of rules that we would enforce here in our country for the benefit of our people. So fast fashion surviving as people have moved away from in-store purchases of clothing to online purchases. It has helped those abroad and harmed our fellow Americans. 
would Joe Biden rotate Supreme Court justices to get the outcomes that he wants from the court? The New York Post has the reporting on a campaign stop. Joe Biden quoted as entertaining the idea, suggesting that it may be possible. It may be something that he uses. And, and we're quoting Biden here directly. It's a lifetime appointment. I'm not going to attempt to change that at all. But he added, there is some literature among constitutional scholars about the possibility of going from one court to another court, not just always staying the whole time in the Supreme Court. This is just so the left today, when they don't get their way, they want to change the rules. And then they expect Donald Trump and all the Republicans to follow the rules in technicolor while they break them and while they accuse us of attacking our institutions. The Supreme Court is a heralded institution. It quite literally is the highest court in the land. And yet instead of respecting that, instead of understanding that that's a critical part of our jurisprudence, it looks like Joe Biden wants to play musical chairs with the top legal minds in our country and musical chairs with the court itself. This does more violence to our institutions and to our dispute resolution process than they ever accused Donald Trump of doing. On 60 Minutes, Joe Biden says the recent revelations regarding his son and their corrupt business deals in Ukraine with China and elsewhere are a smear campaign, a smear campaign instituted by, you guessed it, Russia. Here's the former vice president. Do you believe the recent leak of material allegedly from Hunter's computer is part of a Russian disinformation campaign? From what I've read and know, the intelligence community warned the president that Giuliani was being fed disinformation from the Russians. And we also know that Putin is trying very hard to spread disinformation about Joe Biden. And so when you put the combination of Russia, Giuliani, the president together, um, it's just what it is. It's a smear campaign. The president addressed this directly on the campaign trail. Here's President Trump. One document shows a plan to take money from Chinese state-owned enterprises. This, I'll tell you what, this laptop is a disaster for them. How the hell did he ever let go of this sucker? You know? He put it to a, he got to have it fixed. I guess he forgot to pick it up. What the hell? He said, it's Russia did it. It's Russia. Russia. Oh, Russia. They probably think we are the wackiest people. Said, what did we do now? He created a laptop for Hunter Biden with pictures and all. Tim Murtaugh, one of the national spokespeople for the Trump campaign, had some hot takes on Chris Cuomo's program. Take a listen and enjoy. I just matched you're your points, brother. Go ahead. Your Don't own, waste your listen, time. Chris, your own, your, your own brother, the governor of New York, mm -hmm. said that every time he turned to the administration, the federal government was there with everything that he, he did not say that. And, everything and that, that is not what for. happened. Re yes, he yes, he absolutely no, he did. He said, I went to every the federal time, government. Yes. They and helped he me with things. They brother, did not help with everything. They're still not helping. Go ahead. My brother, what? Listen, Keep talking your about brother it. predicted your brother. Your brother predicted a ventilator shortage. He said he needed 40,000 ventilators mm. or people would die. That shortage never materialized True. because the president engaged the private sector and the government to create the equipment, the PPE, the gowns, the gloves and the ventilators that we need. And so, listen, Chris, I find it curious. Speaking of your brother, mm. you're going to Please. ask me these self-righteous questions and talk about people taking it seriously. Does this look like a couple of guys who were taking it seriously? You had your brother 
later on for the Cuomo Brothers Comedy Hour. They're joking about the size of the Q-tip that you would need for his nose yeah, to get a test. It was funny Does as hell. Does this sound like somebody who was taking it very seriously? Tim, let now, me tell you The president has done this every Tim, step of the way. Tim, I every got Every step of the way. And he's Is there illegal collusion in big tech? That's the question asked by the New York Times. And the story details the negotiations between Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, and Sundar Pichai, the CEO of Google. And what is at issue here is whether or not Google would be selected as the premier search tool on Apple's iPhone. Of course, Apple dominates the phone market. And as the Department of Justice has launched a historic and unprecedented investigation into violations of our nation's antitrust laws by Apple and Google. Certainly the two of them working together to create this type of really almost vertical integration. Uh, it locks out innovation. Uh, it limits access to products. And increasingly, uh, that is what Americans see from big tech platforms, enriching themselves, limiting consumer choice, and trying to control what we see and what we think and therefore how we act and behave. I think the Department of Justice is going to have a lot of interest in the Tim Cook, Sundar Pichai meetings, interactions, and deals that could screw Americans. Thanks for listening to Hot Takes. I'm Congressman Matt Gates. Give us a hand and throw a five-star rating on Apple iTunes if that's your podcast listening platform. And no matter where you're listening, make sure you subscribe so each and every day you can join us for more Hot Takes. Hot Takes.